Oh, look who's back. Talking about those winery dogs. And so are we. Welcome back to uh, the other side of everything else. Favorite bands that's come out in the, the 2000s. Uh, this will be their third uh, studio album. Uh, they've got a live album out and some DVDs, and a band I highly recommend. You got a you got Mike Portnoy on the drums there. He's a monster drummer. Uh, I met all these guys on uh, the Monsters Rock Cruise, which is a great thing. Uh, but I mean, great drummer. Uh, he's uh, originally from uh, Dream Theater. And, uh, and he's played with, I mean, he's filled in. He's like the go-to heavy metal hard rock drummer, but he does so much more than just hard rock, too. I mean, he's progressive. He's, uh, he, he's I think he even does some jazz stuff. I mean, he's done a, a ton of stuff. And then you got Mr. Big on bass there. I'm Mr. Big. I'm sorry. You got Billy Sheehan from Mr. Big. Yeah, I guess you could call him Mr. Big. I mean, Mr. Big, of course, uh, big band. Uh, really big in China or in Japan. I'm getting all tongue tied here, but I ain't starting over. We're finishing this thing. I'm already running a little bit late, but you know what they say better late than pregnant. Anyway, uh, what I'm getting at is we got a uh, Billy Sheehan there. He, uh, most people probably discovered him uh, in a David Lee Roth band when he uh, separated from Van Halen. Uh, he's part of that band. And uh, people discovered just, man, that, who's this guy? And then, you know, he. Got with Mr. Big, uh, you know, he's with Winery Dogs, he does a ton of other stuff. He's one of those guys that's just always busy, always doing something. Uh, and then, of course, you got Richie Kotzen. Got a voice like Rich, like uh, Chris Cornell, like I've said before. Uh, he's a, a monster shredder. He can shred with the best of them, you know. Uh, I mean, he's a, and he can play drums, keys, all that stuff. Uh, some of his albums, he does all that, and he's done a lot of, uh, collaborations with many people you know from greg out uh i'm going blank uh beth hart uh talking about you no 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 i'm thinking of joe bonamassa never mind i don't think he's done anything with beth hart yet yet uh anyway getting ahead of myself there's been a lot going on as usual it's the holiday season a lot going on we've had a, a grandson that's been sick uh, actually a great grandson he's uh just a few months old and he had to have some surgery uh Thank the Lord, you know, he's fine. He's everything's going good there. Uh wife's been sick. Uh so far I've been uh, okay. I've uh avoided at all. Uh, uh my numbers I'm I'm a diabetic and my numbers are all down and, and I credit it to uh, I got this uh glucose monitoring, uh Dexcom G six and uh so it holds me accountable and then um, my wife bought a virtual reality for us for uh Christmas. We got a VR and you put that on there and you we love to travel, so it puts us in the exotic locations. We love music. We listen to all the different kinds of music, and we get to sit there and box and uh, got clubs. You get to club stuff. You got stuff you can shoot stuff. So it's all good. So I, I, I get on there every day, I, you know, so I get my workout. Plus, I keep pretty active, so it's all working out for me. I'm, I've always said I'm, I lived a charmed life. I, I'm very blessed. Uh, I remember on Thanksgiving, one of the grandsons, he said, uh, oh, boy, you guys are just living large. You're just you're living the life. And, you know, okay. You know, we are. But we've earned it. 
because we've worked hard both my wife and I both we've worked hard all through our life to get to where we're at it's saying we're still working hard to maintain it so but anyway uh we might have mentioned we was working on a rental property we got it done we got renters in there they seem to be doing good and uh Anyway, there was Winery Dogs. Their album's coming out in March. I'm really looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing some live shows from them. Because they are an excellent live band. They're, they're just as good live as they are in the studio. Uh, they sound just as good. I mean, that's one of those bands that, man, it's just amazing how good they sound. Whether it's live or on a, a CD or streaming or whatever. Uh, well, let's... Uh, we do have some news, so I'm going to go into a little rant after this little clip here. So let me play the little clip and uh, prepare yourself. And it's not so much political. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican. You just got to have some sense about you. And uh, this, this is just my two cents. And I mean, what's two cents worth nowadays? A negative one? I, I don't know. It's not worth much. I know that. Well, here we go. Let's see what we got to say with John Claude Van. Why did Russia get such a better deal? Look, you know, I've talked about this, uh, and I'll say this again. Here were our choices. Our choices was uh, Brittany or no one at all. Bringing home one American or no American at all. Okay. I'm just going to stop it right there. Because that's not your only choices. Because when you're in negotiation, you make your choices. And I've heard different things. I've heard people, you know, say, well, you know, we've had prisoners over there. You know, it's a Marine. A lot of people are going to compare it to the Marine. I, I don't want to compare one American to the next. And, and I don't care if she's non-binary. I don't care if she's lesbian. I don't care if she's if she's black, portery, whatever boxes she's ticked. Uh I don't really care. I don't care if she took a knee and that she's talked bad about America. I bet she's not talking bad about America right now, though, because she's home. And, uh, and they, they, but they, a lot of people compare her to the Marine. Uh, uh, also, forgive me for going blank on the name. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, first of all, the only choice that Russia has given us is they want the, the Merchant of Death. That's just his nickname. Uh, and what's it, a nickname? People get a nickname, right? I mean, maybe it's a nickname like a, a bald guy called Curly. Huh? Or a tall guy named Shorty or short guy, fat guy named Slim. Maybe it's just a nickname. But no, this guy's earned his nickname. He's an arms dealer, and he's very good at his job. He's killed many, many people throughout the years, many of those Americans. So, uh, you know, people say, well, Trump didn't get nobody home. Well, you know, maybe, maybe didn't get somebody home or whatever, but maybe he just like was like, no, nah, I'm sorry, we're not trading the merchant of death. The merchant of death is going to stay here for as long as we can keep him because, well, you know, he, he is the merchant of death. And uh, I've heard people say, well, he's going to get out in 2029 anyway. Well, you know what? That's, what, seven years or whatever that uh, maybe people won't die because of the merchant of death. You're going to probably hear me say merchant of death a lot in this. So if you want to make a drinking game out of it, 
feel free. Uh, anyway, the Merchant of Death. Tomio. And I get it. It looks bad on Biden's uh, administration because we didn't get the Marine home. We didn't get any other Americans home. But once that we got a non-binary, lesbian, celebrity, which I'll use that term loosely because I didn't know who she was until all this, uh, or until she took a knee or whatever, you know. But here's another thing. This is just a conspiracy theory, but isn't everything a conspiracy theory until it's proven? Uh, old Vlad, old Mr. Putin, He's re requested her to come over to Russia. Oh, well, you know, she's got an invitation, and she's coming because uh, she didn't have nothing nice to say about America. So uh, she's going there, and uh, I think she's going to go there and play some ball or something. I, don't, I didn't check it because you know, I'm not a journalist, so this is just opinion. Anyway, so it's a... I don't know. I heard somebody say she needs to fire her agent uh, because he helped her pack or he, he didn't advise her against it. Or I, I don't know the details why somebody said that. But but anyway, the point there is uh, there's a couple of things there. First of all, her, her agent was either a dumbass or, or, or just didn't care or didn't or thought she was untouchable, which a lot of them do. But you know, oh Brittany, you know, she don't like America. Didn't have nothing nice to say about it, so she's gonna go over there and play for old Vlad. Which you know, seemed like a nice guy, I guess, to her. I don't know. And then she shows up in the airport, and well, she's flagged. They're checking her luggage, and they find drugs in it, and all of a sudden, they're got a bargaining chip for the Merchant of Death. I don't know. Like I said, I'm sure it's a coincidence. I, I'm, I don't know, and I really don't care at this point. So anyway, you're at, okay, let's go, you're at the negotiating table. And they're saying, oh, and I'm sorry, the Marine is not on the table. The only deal you got is we'll give you this basketball player for, wait for it, the Merchant of Death. And I go, oh gosh, what are we going to do? Well, me, if I'm negotiating, I'd be going, right, hold on, Vlad. His name, his nickname's not Pookie. You know, his, his nickname's not Skipper. It's the Merchant of Death. As much as I want an American to come home, you're going to have to throw all the Americans in to get the Merchant of Death. And then I still got to think about it because, you know, I, well, he's the Merchant of Death. So, anyway, I believe by the time that I got done, I, we'd have just either walked away and we wouldn't have got nothing. And I'm sorry, back to code or whatever, but you're the leader of the free world. And that's another thing. You're, you're the leader of the military. So another message that I would like to get across if I was the leader of our military 
is that uh, first I want that I'm going to take care of the veterans. I'm going to take care of you once you get out, and I'm going to take care of you once you're in there. And for future ones coming, I'm going to show them that I'm not going to leave you sitting. I'm not going to just leave you in a Russian prison cell. I, we're going to work this out until we come to a negotiation. You know, either that or we're going to get into some spy shit. Something. I don't know. But anyway. What was we talking about? Oh, yeah. The Merchant of Death. So anyway, here's my theory. Well, Putin's over there with uh, his cohorts, and he's thinking, okay, we got Brittany now. I mean, she, she's she's lesbian, she's black, she's non-binary, whatever. She's she's uh, somewhat of a celebrity, uh, you know. And they love their basketball players and all that stuff. Uh, we need we we're in the middle of a war here. We, you know, we, the Ukraine thing's not going like we thought it was going to be. We should have this done and put to bed by now, but it's not happening. We I think we need the old merchant's help. We need to get the Merchant of Death's help, because you know he's good at his job. He he can get the you know the arms we need, whatever. So uh, so so I'm looking. You know Trump's out of the way. He he he's, he was probably you know uh, he's a hard ass. So he's not a good guy that I want to negotiate with. But now we got old Joe in there. So I'm thinking you know hey Joe he he likes the publicity. He likes to get you know so she ticks all these boxes. And because he got somebody out before, we gave him a little crumb, to, and it got talked about for like a half a second, you know, because he didn't tick the boxes. So now we got somebody that ticks the boxes. But not only that, I know he's going to work with us because well, when he first took office, he he shut down all of their their stuff, and he made sure that they, you know, that they were energy dependent. You know, people paying them money, and and now he's off asking his enemies to. To make uh, more uh, oil for him, and he's making them rich. He's paying them, including China, and China's kind of our ally. You know what I'm saying? So, so here's what I'm thinking. You know, we I think we just say, hey, this is the only deal on the table. I mean, you seen how he did in Afghanistan? You know, he, he it was a debacle. You know, he sat there and watched the Taliban just surround things, and, and then he's like, oh, well, we're out of here. Boop, peace. Deuces, we're gone. And uh but then he made these promises, you know, we're not gonna leave any Americans over there, we're not gonna, you know, leave any of our allies over there, and, and they're still over there. So he's not good on his word on anything, so well here's what I'm thinking. We'll just tell him this is the only deal on the table. This is it. I'm pretty sure he'll go for it. Now I could be wrong. That's my vision of what's happening there when Putin's talking to his fellers, uh, getting them all in line, and lo and behold, they got Brittany. Thank God we do have an American back. They got, who did they get? The Merchant of Death. So, uh, anyway, they're just, that's just... That's just one thing going on. I just, but before I come up here, I was uh, looking at Netflix, and there's one of those Megan and Prince Harry or whatever thing going on, too. I mean, we live in a world of idiocy right now. She was talking about how hard it was to go over there and be in a rural family. She's an actress, so she's putting on a big show. I hope nobody watches that show. 
and I, I just would like to see them just get cut off completely of any money and make them have to be a Walmart door greeter or something. And that's actually an insult to Walmart door greeters because I don't think they could do the job. But anyway, enough about them and uh, the Merchant of Death and the only deal that was on the table. You know, when you're making a deal, you don't walk away. Because if they want something bad enough, they'll come back to you. And I know that's hardball and that sounds cold, but he's a merchant of death. Did I mention that? But, okay, I guess I went on about that. But let's get into something a little bit more. What about, a? Uh, uh, we had a Showtime uh, preview. So, uh, I found the deal. Uh, dreamers never die. And... Man, great documentary. You're looking for a voice that says, this is my generation. And then all of a sudden, here comes Lonnie James Dio. This is rock and roll that is going to change your life. Taking over for Ozzy. Can you I thought I knew about everything about Dio, but uh, there are a few things I learned. Ronnie's story traverses the whole history of rock music. A lot of people think of Ronnie as being the guy that did this and singing metal, but there's another side. I mean, I, I can't, I, my favorite docu rock and roll documentary up to now was probably uh, the Eagles, uh, Hell Freezes Over, uh, and uh, but now this one is, and uh, it's got a little more sentimental value to me, because uh, I don't know, Dio's just, he's always spoke to me, he's always uh, been like the elder statesman, you know, of rock and roll, he's, he's been there, he was there uh, before the Beatles, I mean, he, he had uh, Ronnie and the Red Caps, uh, and uh that he went in the Elf, you know, and got into, uh, you know, met Richie Blackmore, and they opened up for uh, Deep Purple, and got into, uh, you know, Blackmore's Rainbow, and then Black Sabbath is, I'm, two of my favorite Black Sabbath albums are Heaven and Hell and uh, Mob Rules. I mean, I put them, a, uh, I love Ozzy, but it, those are my favorite ones. And, uh, and then that's not to mention, you know, then he started Dio, you know, discovered Vivian I learned some more about that you know which made kind of sense and I don't want to put any spoilers out there but this is one I highly recommend I even got a little emotional towards the end because uh as y'all know he died in 2010 that's the same year my my dad died and, and he died uh, a little bit before uh he died in May my dad died in August and uh even at that point I wasn't even thinking about my dad dying I just you know he was Superman he was going to make it but uh, but I just got this melancholy, this, this sadness when I crossed me when I heard the news about uh, Ronnie James Dio. And, uh, you know, you know, you got these artists, there's certain artists that die, and, uh, and it kind of hits you kind of hard, and you kind of wonder why you didn't know them personally, but, but you feel like you did. And there's certain ones like that, and, uh, and Dio is one of those for me. But uh, if, if you can watch this however you can, I, I mean, it's worth watching. Uh, I'm actually thinking about watching it again. Uh, my wife got, like, the parts of it because she was in the other room, but uh, I kind of want to sit down and watch it with her again. Cause, uh, like I said, you learn stuff about Vivian Campbell. You learn, you know, more stuff about the that stuff there. You know, like I said, I thought I knew about everything, and, uh, and I know a lot about it. And, uh, 
But anyway, let's keep this moving on, and uh, I still want to keep uh, uh, get the music in there with a. Uh, uh, here's a new guy. I don't know because I uh, kind of got a little bluesy right there. So uh, this is a new blues guy. This is kind of a rock blues, kind of you know whatever. But blues ain't all about being sad. You know, it's a, a blues up. It's uplifting. It's supposed to lift you up out of your blues or whatever. And uh, here's Curtis Tonefish. Uh, Oh yeah, got a good vibe to it. It's kind of modern. It's, you can hear the blues. Got a good voice. Uh, I'm not like it off too soon. Should let you listen to some of his uh, guitar playing. Let's jump back in there. There we go. Listen to that. You gotta love a good screaming guitar right there. That's uplifting. Kind of get us out of that little blues funk right there, you know. And uh, I got my Thunder shirt on. Got my Thunder shirt on. It's a, a band out of the UK. Uh, they started like a '91. I remember when the grunge was getting ready to start. So they they got like a MTV hit and a couple of MTV hits and uh, whatever. But they they kept making music. Kept making music. They got kind of big over in the UK. Uh, I got lucky enough, uh, got to see him on the Monsters of Rock cruise. I've seen him like four times now on the Monsters of Rock cruise. And, uh, actually, uh, was in the elevator with a bass player and, uh, a drummer. And, uh, didn't even know it at the time, you know, because uh, everybody looked older. They all looked different, you know. So I talked to him, really nice guys. I knew they were from the UK. Uh, and then we we're watching, uh, uh, I believe he's watching uh, maybe the choir boys. Uh, my wife and I, we see him, uh, the bass player down there, so we go down there and uh, start talking to them. Start talking to him, and uh, he seemed very appreciative. You know, we told him, you know, how big of fans we were and all that. And so, uh, anyway, sticking with uh, they got a new band or a new album out uh, this uh, 2022, and uh, we're getting towards the end of it. And I've been like playing the best of the 2022 here. And uh, which is the Tone Fisher? I think that was a uh, 2020, 2022 also. But uh, jump into a little uh, under here and give you just a taste. Uh, great musicians. and a little get well out to Danny Bowes the singer for uh, Thunder he took a hit in the, the head uh, earlier this year he had some surgery uh, for it actually and I believe it was August whatever and I said I read successful surgery so I'm uh, assuming he's just healing probably waiting for next year to get back out there on the road and do what they do best make music I hope they keep making new music because uh, I mean through the whole pandemic they've had albums coming out they've uh you know, they do shows when they can. I know, uh, I think Danny and uh, 
Luke, uh, Morley, the guitarist, who's the main songwriter. You know, they've uh, done some shows, uh, just them two together, telling stories, and I love those kind of shows, too. But, uh, anyway, I guess we better end there. Like I said, uh, it's getting a little bit later getting to things, but like I said, better late uh, than pregnant. And, uh, you know, uh, you just a lot going on, you know, got in there to the whole prisoner exchange stuff, and it's just my opinion, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever, you just got to kind of look at that stuff and use use your sense about it, it just, I mean, however you feel about it, you feel about it, I mean, that, there's no wrong or right answer there, I guess, I mean, they're just opinions, just like everything else, and then you got to look on the other side, you won't find everything else, uh, and I know what I say, you know, if it's not another, it's one thing. So, hey, just uh, keep searching on the other side. That might be where everything else is. So I guess that's all I got for now. I'll see you on the other side.